Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, the podcast guy. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. And there it is. Sutton United have the GM Boxall Conference. Have put down first division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never one like this. But the whistle goes down. Delight for Sutton United. Sutton United for the National League are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football, perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dowling, and joining me in today's panel, we've got Johnny. We're going to be talking about the exciting draw against Barrow, and we're going to look forward to the uh, visit of Grimsby Town, who clearly, hopefully, aren't going to give a damn about this game because um, they're in the FA Cup quarterfinal a couple of days later. Don't forget, you can help the cost to support the show with one-off donations or regular subscriptions by joining us on Patreon. If you want to know more, look for the supporters page on the website or drop me a message on any of the socials. Um, we're going to get to it now. Um, Johnny, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks, Mike. I'm starting to recover a little bit from the 5am start to Barrow. Um, felt like I was kind of half asleep during the game itself, which helped. But um, yeah, just uh, looking forward to Grimsby as well to break up the week on Tuesday. So certainly. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's been Saturday. That's going to be weird. Um, so it's, it's been a little while um, since you were on. About a year. To be fair, yeah, um, the last time. So, just remind people, um, just anyone who hasn't met you, um, essentially, what we want to know is um, essentially, who are you? So, I'll, I'm going to chuck in the music afterwards. So, who are you? Pretend you heard that. Yeah, sure. So, for anyone that doesn't know me, I've been going to Sutton for I think twelve years now. Um, I started out with a season ticket um, yeah, back in 2011, 
um, just after we'd been promoted to the Conference South. I started getting into all the away games a few years after that and kind of addicted to it now. I, the Carlisle game this season was the first away game I'd missed in seven years, COVID aside. Um, so I've, I've written a couple of books about the club, one of which we'll, I think we'll come on to later. Um, the first of which came out in 2019, I believe. Um, so writing's been a, a passion of mine and I've managed to fit in around following Sutton, which has been great, um, combining two hobbies. So yeah, that, that's a kind of quick summary, really. Multiple books is what you have to be saying now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just a very quick bit of club news. Uh, the women's team were 2-0 down in 15 minutes, so I didn't think obviously what's going on here. Uh, they pulled it back to 2-1 at half time, and then they scored four goals in the second half without reply. I think they sent on some of the big guns in the second half, and they won 5-2 in the end. And I think... Our first bit of the silverware for the season, the under-12 girls have won their League Cup, so congratulations to all them. Not that any of the under-12s are going to listen to this, but um, we won some silverware this season, that's fine. Before we get into the game, and definitely we're going to get into the book, um, we have got the Ultimate Eleven, the podcast, sorry, Ultimate Eleven. It's not the Ultimate Eleven, just sure everyone understands. I'm not saying this is the best team. So I've asked you beforehand to have a look through the team and pick a player that you wanted to replace. So in a moment, I'm going to ask you for those details. But first of all, you've got a very, very exciting jingle. And now, 125 years in the making, the Sutton United Talk Time On Podcast. Sutton United All Time Ultimate Eleven. It's about that. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you've had a look for the team. It's only going to be one challenge this week, so I've only just got yourself on. Um, who do you want to replace with who? And then give us your short sales pitch as to why they should be replaced. Or no, why your replacement should come in, sorry. Yeah, sure. So I thought I'd be really controversial and create a bit of a talking point. So I was going to replace Jason Goodliffe with Ben Goodliffe. Um, yeah, I thought it'd be, uh, it certainly wouldn't be uh, short of talking points. Um, so Jason actually played before my time. Um, so mm -hmm. I can, yeah, certainly understand the merits of having, without having seen them myself. I know he was a great leader of the club um, around the time he was playing for us as captain. Um, Ben's obviously been in my era. Um, like, I mean, he's certainly one of the best defenders, probably the best defender I've seen um, play for us in, in my 12, 13 years. Um, just so accomplished, so confident. Um, again, like Jason, he is a leader, um, despite the fact he's, he's actually a year younger than me, which is slightly depressing. Um, but he, he leads fantastically. Um, you, you can tell like we, we did struggle a little bit when he was out injured earlier on in the season. Perhaps not so much from the defensive abilities he brought. I think um, Kobe and Louis will, will always do a good job as well, but he is just such a great leader out on the pitch. Um, so, yeah, I think with, with that in mind and what he's already achieved at the club at the age of 23, you know, to, to win promotion, the Wembley final, everything that we've done over the last few years, I think he was probably one of Matt's first signings for, for obvious reasons. Um, so I thought, yeah, I'd, I'd put Ben forward as someone who's worthy of being in that team. Excellent. Okay. Well, we'll release that out and we'll have the, uh, the, the battle of the goodies and uh, see what people think. But yeah, I mean, there's been a few different conversations about this team, obviously. And I do feel it's going to be weighted a lot to the current crop of players. Yeah. Because you can't really argue with the fact that, for example, Eastie has been in three or four of our highest league position finishes ever. How can you argue that? He's led us for three of them. Um, so um, you can't really argue about that. But yeah, um, we'll put that out to the vote and we'll, we'll see what, what people think. And I'll no doubt call all sorts of names. That's fine. I, I love it. I love it. 
But before we get onto the, the game, which I know everyone's dying to hear about how we're going to stretch out the game, um, what talks about the book? I mean, talk us through the first one, which I just want to make sure no one misunderstood when I said, is this coming out in audio form? I wasn't offering. Um, I was more thinking of listening to it while I'm going out on my uh, runs, let's say. Um, but to talk us through the first book, which I think has just come back out on eBooks now. Yeah, yeah. So six out of minutes. Um, I actually wrote it when I was at university in my first year, or after I just finished my first year. And uh, the university these days is very much you, the summer months. You have nothing to do, so you finish your exams. You go back in September, October time. The whole summer is just to try and find a student job. You know, working in a bar or something. Doing you've got nothing to do in the day, nothing to prep yourself for the next year really. So I had all this time, and I thought oh, I want to do something with it. I don't just want to sit around doing nothing all summer. Um, so I just I wrote about my of experiences watching something in the FA Cup from from age 13 when we played and um, we had the cup run we played Notts County in the second round back when we were the the minnows and they were the giants <laughs> which is the strange one now to, to to look at um so it starts that season it goes all the way up to the the climax the obvious climax of the Arsenal game um so that I, I wrote in yeah in 2017 the, the summer we lost to Boreham Wood in the playoffs so <laughs> had to cheer myself up with happy memories. Um, and then, yeah, it came out in November 2019. I'd, I'd never intended it to be published. It was really just something to fill the time. Um, but it got picked up by a local publisher. Um, they wanted to, to have something to, to do with kind of, I guess, local pride. And um, it, was a, it was a perfect story for them. So, yeah, that's been out for a few years now. I mean, it's sold pretty well. There's copies available in the shop, I believe. Um, I gave a few to Gareth last week, so they should be. Um, online, like you say, it's come out on ebook. It, uh, it took me four years to get around to doing it. <laughs> we got there in the end. Um, and yeah, audiobook, I, I do, I, I can't confirm any details. I'm in talks with a voice actor. So it won't be me doing it. It'll be, it'll be actually done properly, which is good <laughs> um, in a studio. So we'll, we'll see that that'll be, um, kind of maybe within the next year, potentially it's something, certainly something I want to do. Yeah, that's why I wanted to make it clear with someone who's going to do it properly, not, <laughs> not stupid mind. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the club obviously showed various different clips and the FA Cup, that FA Cup run mm -hmm. featured very, very heavily. Um, and again, that dipping shot Roy's crossbars. <laughs> Damn it, they've <laughs> just gone in. Uh, but then the, the, the six added minutes had a, has a whole other experience recently. Uh, because we seem to have six added minutes on every bloody game and we were losing in a lot of them. That yeah, just... I got a bit of for that, actually. I thought I'd kind of, <laughs> kind of got myself in for it. I, yeah, kept my head down a little bit. I'm glad we turned it around with those late goals now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But the, the, the new book, which is tied in with the, I can't even remember the word that AB called it, quali centiro or something. I can't like that. I can't remember what Forever it was. The... No, he, he had a word for the 125-year anniversary. Um Someone will remind us, but it was an A-B word, definitely. Um, but yeah, so the, the new book that has come out um, and in the club shop now, um, tell, tell us a bit about that, because that, that seems to have a lot of research and over the last 25 years, was it? Yep, yeah, so it covers the last 25 years of 26, technically. I think it starts in 1997, 98 season. Um, so everything that um, wasn't covered in the Centenary book, really. They, they, so they had a book out for the 100 years in 1998, which went up to the to that season kind of picks up really from there from the end of that season really um so yeah it's uh, it's very different to six hundred minutes like you say it's, it's research heavy it's based around telling the story of what's happened um but i didn't i didn't just want it to tell the story because a, a lot of our supporters now will know exactly what's happened certainly in the last five years uh, winning promotion the, the wembley run the, the fa cup 
So I wanted to get a few um, insights to the people who were there. So there's interviews, which are exclusive interviews, exclusive is the right word, but it's certainly new interviews. <laughs> um, nothing that's been done before. I, I would sit down on Zoom. Matt Gray is, is probably one of the best in there. Um, Craig Eastman had a very good interview with Paul Doswell. I mean, Bruce, I spoke to for probably four or five hours. <laughs> as, he, as he mentioned at the, um, at the, yeah, at the party event, we, we had yeah, a, a lot of conversation about what we've seen over the last few years. And it, and going back as well to the to the nineties and early two thousands, spoke to Tony Raines, Gwyn Berry, who captained the side noted to the inference, I think. But um, he was certainly a big part of it. Um yeah, just to, to get those insights um from behind the scenes and it it, it provides a kind of a unique uh, view on, on what happened, um, which I was quite pleased with with how that came out. I, I didn't want to just write down what happened. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I don't think I could do justice to. <laughs> I certainly couldn't do justice to it myself. So yeah, it's it, it's got that kind of different view, and um, some of the interviews. That, I mean, Matt's interview in particular. I mean, he's he certainly wears heart on his sleeve. I love his passion, and we it's the, the day after Grimsby away actually, um, and I was a little bit hungover, and I was like, okay, I, I know this is going to be like a little bit of an emotional interview. I always, I'm, I'm an emotional person. I, I cried when we got the lead, said that I wouldn't. Cried in the FA Cup run. Cried when we got the. I was like, right, okay, I've got to. Try Try and keep it together for this for this interview. So I sat down and it, we we got halfway through and it was going pretty well. And then Matt starts telling the story. I, I won't I won't give too many details because you go by the book. Um, but he starts telling the story from a certain point of the season where we won the league. And he's he just starts, you know, he's getting teary himself. And I'm sat there, you know, I'm I'm doing the same. And we we both just sat there crying our eyes out on a Zoom call for a few minutes before we got with the interview. So it's it's that kind of book. It's um yeah it. it it, it is, I guess, quite emotional at times, and it, it's just a, a tribute, really, to everything that we've done, and there's so much that we've done over the last 25 years and the 100. Yeah, and I mean, some, some of the names I've, I've spoken to as well, and others, I always find it fascinating. You sit there, you tweet chat to me, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going on a bit, and you're like, no, 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 crack on, crack on, this is great, keep, keep talking. Um, and yeah, Matt, uh, it was to meet the manager after the promotion season, he got emotional again. And even at the party, he started getting himself a bit emotional. You're like, come on, you're supposed to be this big, scary bloke. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but yeah, so the book is in the book, in the club shop. Yep. Yep. Um, £15, I want to say. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, £15. Yeah. So he printed 400 copies as well. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's all that there will be in the print. Um, and I think they're probably about, so certainly they were close to halfway through at the crew game. So 200 copies left uh, to grab yourself a physical one, but I will try and sort out an ebook quicker than I did for 10 minutes. <laughs> so there, there will be that option. Before the 150 years. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen it. It's travelled. I know that because there's been various people on my Twitter feed taking the book to, to, to various different places. And it's like, that's good to see. So um, you must be very proud of I mean, every, everyone who's read it. I mean, you've got a few, let's say, old timers who supported the club for a lot longer than, than either of us who are all saying, yeah, that's a really good book. That's brilliant. You've got people like Dave coming out saying, yeah, it's an absolutely brilliant job. And he's, he's been around the club for an awful long time. He's, oh, um, Dave wrote half of it. I think he was... Yeah, Dave and Tony did, did help out a lot. So I, I'm, I'm more of a co-writer than an exclusive writer on that. Um, well, yeah. he never mentioned that. He said you wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything before 2011 is, is very heavily influenced by Dave yeah. and, and Tony Tolbert. So yeah, they've, they've done a great job and it looks fantastic as well. I had nothing to do with that. So, so it's credit, credit to a lot of people, not just... Not just myself. Uh, 
how very Sutton United, everyone's passing around the credit, going, no, 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 it's him, it's him. No, 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 it's him, it's him, it's not me, it's not him. Because Matt does that as well all the time with uh, Jason and Terry. And like, Come on, someone's got to put it all together. Um, yeah, so you mentioned, obviously, your, your 13 years. You, you're kind of like the line of people that are like, so jealous of you guys. <laughs> everyone's kind of... Up, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And all, all these young ones were all going, no, it's not always like this. And you're sitting there going... No, honestly, it's been fine for the last 13 years. It's been great. It's been wonderful. Um, right, let's, let's quickly let's quickly talk about the match. What were your expectations? Did you, I know you booked your tickets. I know you booked your travel. Did you think you were going to get, where did you think you were going to get to before it was called off? Um, I, I'd actually looked at what other game I was going to go to if it did get called off. We were we were looking at Preston Cardiff. Um, so, I'd, yeah, I'd gone that far. I mean, the, the weather forecast, I, I looked at I mean, Tuesday or Wednesday the week before, and it looked horrendous. It was just like rain every single day. I thought, no way, this is going to go on. Even even Preston in the Championship, like, they're going to have to do a bit of work. Um, got up there and it was fine. Like, they, they'd done a great job. I, I saw on Twitter there was, a, I think, a family from Sutton had helped clear the pitch, which is like, yeah. that's it. So, I think he went on to Amber Planet as well. He'd said that they'd gone up the night before and um, they decided that they, they went down to oh, three hours helping clear the pitch. Great. <laughs> the beauty of lower league football, a fair play to them. They've done a brilliant job. Um, right. Yeah, the, the, the pitch played fine. It, it didn't look like there was any. So, we, yeah, yeah. just glad we didn't have to go up on a Tuesday night again, to be honest. <laughs> again, yeah. Because you were one of the... Was it, well, it's a bit undecided if it was 13 or 14. Yeah, so it's a dispute. I think there was like 13, maybe 13 in the terrace, but there might have been a few in the stands. And there, there are a few right. directors that went up. I, I went up in Ray Ward's car and he wouldn't have been part of the attendance because he was yeah. you know, in the director's box. But there was, yeah, I think I think the Sun 13 is the agreed upon figure. <laughs> in the end. 13 and a half. Yeah. Um, and, that was, and that wasn't that many years ago. So, yeah, yeah when all these Twitter accounts are sort of slagging off going oh look they've only got this many fans it's like yeah well then i'm gonna go we had 13 at barrow so <laughs> just leave us alone um matt threw a bit of a curveball with the lineup um were you expecting that many changes because he doesn't normally do that um no to be honest i think i, I guess with the grimsby game on tuesday in mind and played saturday tuesday as well in the, in the last week perhaps it, it kind of i guess made sense um i, I wasn't expecting to see enzo on the on the left that was the one that threw me because he he does he's done very well for us mostly in the right back position this season. I do think he struggles on that left hand side. It's just that he he lacks the option on his left foot, which Will's developed really well over the last couple of years. Um, so that was the one that threw me. Otherwise, I think changing the strikers uh, is to be expected. They they seem to put in the, they get the job where they're doing a lot of running, a lot of battling. Omar going up for, for headers a lot of the time, and the rest kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's like you say, it is, it is unusual. Um, it. I mean, it certainly didn't um, work out too badly. I think pretty solid throughout the game. But granted, we we didn't particularly look like scoring, but neither did Barrow. I think mm. a, a point up there is not a terrible. No, I think I I, I do a little thing as we get to this time, time of the season. I start looking at the games, going right. We'll have this. We'll have this. We'll have this. We'll have this. And I, I think I put a point there as well. Um, even as I said, the whole he doesn't normally do it, just actually thinking about it, he hasn't had much option of changing things around because we barely have any fit players. Um, but the striker situation, as you, as you said, is, is getting to be quite quite good at the moment because mm. we've got strikers who seem to be similar, but then they all offer something different. Like um, Donovan battles away, but he tends to drift out wide, but then Matt battles away and tends to stay in the middle. So switching them around mm. will be really handy in the running because the defenders won't really know 
what to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think keeping fresh legs on it is key as well. You, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, subbing the strikers after an hour seems to be a kind of trademark thing to do, but it makes sense. You, as a defender, I used to play centre-back myself, you, you play 60 minutes against someone, you start to feel like you're getting a measure of them if you're keeping it a nil-nil, for example, as well. And it, it would be a big curveball for yourself as a defender if you're changing, you say, Donovan for, for Matt, where the, the style of play is slightly different. And even if the style of play is more similar, just the, the fresh legs, that that burst of energy in the last 10 minutes to, to get to a header or a through ball, you know, just pressure defenders into making mistakes. You, you remember the, the first goal at Mansfield last season, probably not the best example, because it was I think, the first 10 minutes. But that, that sort of thing, um, where you, you've got fresh legs on the pitch, challenge the defenders and just make make their lives difficult. So I think it's, uh, it's useful to have five strikes in the, in the squad. And like, yeah. You always seem to do it at any one time. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's... <laughs> He's good, and I know some of them seem similar or asked to do similar roles. I mean, the one thing I don't think Matt makes overly clear to everyone, he, he doesn't shy away from it, but he certainly says it every now and then that he doesn't judge his strikers on goals. And he says, yeah, I, I know they're not scoring goals, but that's not what they're there to do. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we, we're sitting there going, oh, this one's only scored this many goals in this many games. I don't care what, what he's doing on goals. I've got other roles for him. Um, but yeah, not, not the most exciting of games um we got the point which probably would have taken beforehand um i think as we said beforehand they did very well to get two minutes of highlights um but the only shot on goal i believe was from them and it came when we should have had a free kick um so yeah the ref was looking right at it i don't yeah, understand i mean they put that in the highlights i noticed um and it's it gets worse every time you watch it i have no idea thinking. I mean, the linesman, I think, was stood on that side, right in front of him. So you've got to be looking at that. So he, he, he was poor, I thought, the whole afternoon. Was a, lot, a lot of um, similar things like that he missed. Very inconsistent of the decision. I mean, I think it was a frustrating. It, the, the game never got going. Um, it, it was a very soft start and he, get, he gave soft the things, you know, the things he missed. So it, it, it didn't help the game, certainly. Uh, it's interesting that you mentioned the one shot on target. I'm sure the one... I thought there was two. I thought Jack made two saves. I'd love to be, oh, okay. uh, yeah, proving either right or wrong on the highlights. I, I think um, I haven't. I haven't actually watched them back properly. The quick views. There, there was the, there was a long range shot after about five deflections in the middle where he's tipped it wide, and then the one on the foul on Dave. I feel like I, I couldn't tell if it was Jack's save or a defender. But if if Jack saved it, I think it was a good save. If he did, then it's then that's two shots on target game. So still still none for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the Google stats are, are saying they had ten shots with one on target. We had nine shots with none on target. So um, yeah, it certainly, so yeah. certainly wasn't a classic yeah. either way. <laughs> no, no. But again. A point at Barrow, you can't really argue against it. Um, you'd have taken it beforehand, I guess. And the weather was not the nicest, <laughs> never is. Um, but we do need to, and I'm sorry about this, we, we have to pick some players for the player of the day poll. We took it all, we brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, so I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to, to think about who your first choice would be. I've got some choices here as well. Uh, but I'll give you a couple of seconds just to think of your first choice as we, we decide our player of the day. Now watch me do my dance, I'm the player of the day, day, day. So, give us a first shout out for your player of the day. Um, Sam Hart at left back, I think. Um, he's yeah. got to be a defender from a new one of most shots on target. And I, th- I think he was, I think he was excellent again. So, I so. Yeah, I, I very much uh, like to work, because I like to watch the patch back on the, uh, the sort of I follow replay thing. And um, I think, although none of them were on target, to see your left back marauding forward and having shots, um, it's like, oh, I mean, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'd agree there. Um, I thought once again, um, Kobe did well. Yep. Little bit gutted he couldn't score. So just to add to my collection of Kobe celebrations, one in each colour shirt. Um, but um, yeah, I thought Kobe did, did well there as well. Um, I, I should have gone first because. I've got a third choice, which I suspect you're going to take, <laughs> and I'll have to quickly think of a fourth. Um, but who, who's your second choice? Um, I mean, it would be easy to pick another defender. <laughs> um, I, I'll probably I'll mix it up a little bit. I'll go, I'll go for I'll go for Ali to mix it up a little bit. Okay. So give, hopefully, give you your second choice. <laughs> I thought he, well, my second. <laughs> he did very well again um, in the field. Um, solid, like like Matt says a lot of the time. And the rest of the players, when you see them in interviews, that to keep a clean sheet, it's, it starts from higher up the pitch, and they, they didn't really get through onto our defenders too much. Yeah, I think Ali again was a big part of that. So yeah, I, I think he's done superbly. Um, when he, took, he had to come in last season a little bit probably ahead of when they wanted him to, and to just. Pick it up and go, okay, and then keep Harry out on the side. He's like, yeah. whoa, he, he must be something special. Well, you didn't pick Bluff Flowers from Phil, which was Jack again. Yeah. Um, so I thought he he done well when, when called on. So although there wasn't shots on target necessarily, he was kind of marshalling everything and keeping everything up. He's, he's done brilliantly. Um, start of the season, there was a lot of comparison to he's not Dino. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I don't think anyone's going, he's not Dino. <laughs> he's, he's, he's definitely made that spot his own Certainly. and um, done, done brilliantly. And as I said, not, not bad for a shit Lewis Ward. Um, <laughs> apparently, after the Swindon game, when they were singing that to him, he had done his SUFC TV interview and went back into the changing room and the players were singing that to him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, good, good stuff. Okay, we'll put that out for the vote as well. And very, very quickly, I spoke to Alex from the DN35 podcast earlier, and I'm going to slot that in here. And joining me now is Alex from the DN35 podcast. Hello, Alex. How are you? Yeah, good evening. Not too bad, thanks. How about yourself? Very well, thank you. uh, Thank you for being able to fit me in. I'm pretty sure it's a fairly busy busy week coming up for you. (laughs) Just a bit. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> it's um it's a it's probably the strangest well one of the strangest weeks i've had uh but it's it's one of these things you know it's probably going to end in i'm going to be a little bit sad by the end of it but i'm going to enjoy the build-up okay. um... 
We'll, we'll come on to that in, in a moment, but tell us a little bit about yourself, your, your Grimsby history, and your, a bit about your podcast. Um, essentially, it's, it's who are you? Oh, right. Yeah, fine. So um, I've been doing our podcast for about seven seven years or so. Uh, it started when me and my mate um, Henry, who just by chance ended up sitting next to each other during um, what was regarded the worst season town ever had, 25 games without a win. Um, and it was the only thing that kept me going through it. So we decided to keep other people busy and thought, you know, we've got an ego big enough the way we think people actually want to listen to what we have to say. Um, the club itself is the most entertaining football club on the planet, bar none the most promoted and relegated football club in English football uh, with um, a penchant for inflatable fish and for fish puns. Um, we never do anything by halves and that's why this season is driving everyone mad. So we thought we'd put a, a bit of an FA Cup quarterfinal in there just to keep everyone sane because we're either fighting for promotion and the greatest team in the land or we're fighting for against relegation and getting, uh, you know, sending ourselves down to the deep. And I think that leaves a lot of town fans with a few issues, mentally speaking, uh they um they don't they don't just they're not okay with okay it freaks them out a little bit and um everyone starts being nervy even now and uh yeah so that's probably where where we are and um yeah it's not bad the content is pretty rich uh so i have to thank the club for that though now we're run pretty well um the content has taken a nosedive and i i really do put the blame of that at the feet of the new owners yeah uh, for being competent outrageous people yeah <laughs> stern letter of complaint yeah exactly <laughs> more crazy crap so so yeah i mean your, your season league wise um well if, if you win every game in hand just kind of almost back up there but that's, that's a bit of an ask because you're, you're was it four or five games behind now um, yeah and it'll be more by the end of next week as well yeah, yeah. um but so yeah we, we kind of I, I kept looking at the table thinking right well they can catch us they can catch us they can catch us and i think it's only recently that we like oh actually not, they can't catch us if they win every game in hand um but in the league this season as you've mentioned there's been a bit kind of mediocre but what's been your ups and downs league wise uh, we started well uh, i guess uh, we haven't had our full uh, we haven't had sort of our full selection of 11 that we'd probably want throughout the season uh, and though we started well, we lost Ryan Taylor, who I think a lot of people, myself included, weren't massively in love with. But as a hold-up player, not an incredibly effective striker, it really worked. And when he and when he came injured, sort of around October time, it was really noticeable. Um, and we've struggled since then. John McAtee, who came back from a shoulder injury, um, sort of towards January, we thought that well, it's fine if Taylor's gone, he'll be great. Uh, and it hasn't really worked out that way. Um, which is a shame. He hasn't sort of lived up to the same sort of ability that he had last season, though he scored a cracker on the Tuesday just gone. Uh, but it's been a case of just wondering whether or not we've got everything in place. It's, it's certainly a building year. We don't have that striker and th that everybody needs. I think we're missing a little bit of leadership in the middle of the park. We don't have any pace, which I think is a big problem for us. We don't, most League Two teams at least have someone who's athletic. Terrible with football, terrible at football, but it's just really quick. Um and um, uh, we don't have that. We um, and I think we sadly missed that, especially on break. So we're not a particularly effective counter attacking counter attacking team, which is a problem when that's how we play. Uh, but um, in all honesty, it's been we've we've had such a terrible run with our old owners and everything else that if we finish thirteenth this season, it's our highest finish since two thousand and five. Mm -hmm. So it's a huge opportunity to do that. I think that's within reach. Um, and I would probably want to look at aiming for 12th just so we can be in that top half. Yeah. Uh, but that's sort of where my aims are. We have a few games in hand. We look knackered. 
and up until now, and I think till the end of the season, it is now Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. That's mm-hmm. only going to be made worse when we get to the FA Cup final. Um, and we're going to have to push a few games around because of that. Yeah. And then we've got to worry about Europe, Europa League qualification. Yeah. Well, that's it's just year. a pain. It's just yeah, a pain. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did, we're obviously going to talk about the cup round. I, mean, I did like the tweet that you put out about a 50% win rate against uh, Premier League clubs, which is only beaten by blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think it was a re- the real EFL said, oh, come on, you're pushing it. And I'm like, yeah, I would have been going back over the last five years going, we've not been, we've been more teams over the last five years. <laughs> 50% win rate. <laughs> but how has that kind of been? I mean, we, we had our own little run, what, six years ago where we ended, we didn't get to the quarterfinals because we had Arsenal standing in our way. Um, oh, it was all that patronising uh, stuff, wasn't there, about your fat keeper? Yeah, fat coach. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like talking about that. Um, yeah, but, fair it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of spoiled the whole, well, not spoiled it, but it took it away does, yeah. it a lot. Um, and it was, we were playing Arsenal, when, yes, we had 125th birthday the other week, and I showed a clip of various different games. I showed the clip of Rory Deacon almost breaking the crossbar with a shot. And it's like, if that had just dipped in, Arsenal would have been, they were 2 0 up, but if that had gone in, they would have been rocked and there were all sorts, because at the time it was towards the end of Wonders Reign and they were being battered left, right and centre. So, yeah, damn it. Um, but you mentioned when it's over, you'll be in tears. I think when it kind of ended for us, it was a little bit of a, oh, thank God that's finished now. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> just crazy. Um, so to, what's, it, what's it been like? So, I mean, the quarterfinals, I think I read, is it 1939 was the last time you quarterfinals? 84 played? years, yeah. We got to the semi-finals yeah. then. Uh, we hold the record of centre at Old Trafford, still do uh, for that FA Cup semi-final. And my, my opinion, only slightly tongue-in-cheek, is that the FA Cup treats us with disrespect. Uh, and if we win it, I'm doing exactly what Sergio Ramos did to the uh, Spanish Cup. <laughs> I'm running it over with a bus because that piece of tin treats us terribly. Um, ever since then, so that FA Cup semi-final, our goalkeeper got injured. I think he broke his arm or something, had to go off. And then they played with 10 men and no goalkeeper because there was no subs and lost 5-0. Um, and ever since then, it's just treated us, you know, appallingly. And this FA Cup round, this draw has shown that all the way through. So you get the FA Cup first round draw. You get the worst team you could possibly get, which is Plymouth Argyle, runaway league leaders in League One, the toughest opponents you can get, smash them. Then we get, uh, okay, let's get someone easy. Let's get Alvechurch or Farnborough or somewhere like that. No, we hey, get... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. We stopped we stop with the farm nonsense. They knocked us out. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, I was watching it because I live near there going, that'd be quite nice if I got farmed away. Uh, uh, but um, yeah. And then we get, Bert, uh, we, who do we get? We got Cambridge. And Cambridge were the last team we played the last time we got relegated to non-league. Then we got Burton in the third round, who were the last team we played in 2010 when we got relegated to non-league. And then we're like, all right, FA Cup fourth round. This is going to be great. We're going to get a decent tie now. And we got Luton, which is probably the only ground that's worse than Blundell Park. Um, and it's a team that we've all played recently. So it doesn't, it's like brilliant. And then we got Southampton, which was all right. I guess that was a good, like, you know, but it's midweek, Southampton, South Coast for everyone. And then we haven't had that big boy yet. And we haven't mm. had, and I imagine this is what's going to go. If the FA Cup really hates us, it's going to go. We're going to beat Brighton. Then we're going to get Man City in the semifinals because you can't get anyone harder. And yeah. it doesn't matter by then because... You're just at the semi-finals and then you'll be gutted you missed out on the final. Then we'll get to the final and we'll play someone like Sheffield United. So it'll be a it'll be a really disappointing cup tie for everybody else. Uh, and it won't get as much coverage. 
uh, and then we'll win it and we'll still be going, I'll be still be going, oh, this is terrible. It's that yeah, awful. Yeah. yeah. Go look at the whole situation with European spots for the FA Cup. We can't let it Yeah. And then we're, we're the only team, we, we keep joking, we're the only team that's going to have to rearrange and get a game with Crawley next season because we've got Fenerbahce away. You won't. You won't need to rearrange. <laughs> no, that's true. Crawley. Yeah. That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it, it, the Southampton, uh, strangely enough, the I, I know you did the podcast with the Southampton guys. One of them is a Sutton supporter as well. Oh, okay. And he, he messaged me afterwards and he said, Oh, you need to get this fella on. I was like, Yeah, I've already been there, done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how, I mean, how's your player? I know, I know it was a terrible, terrible challenge in the box. Um, he went, he went Could have down. Been killed. I, mean, I mean, his spine looked broken. Okay. It's just absolutely shocking. I keep tweeting in Voltrol adverts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even the, the, the staff under support was like, Yeah, it was a penalty. <laughs> it's not just how it but. I did go back. I did go back and listen to their thing because you know <laughs> when you do that, you consume everything, don't you? And they were a. Li- I mean, they were a little bit bitter, and it was quite. It was quite enjoyable, really. Like that, yeah. we can get under the skin of Southampton. Yeah. They were quite aggy throughout the game, especially when they equalised, and it yeah. was chalked off by Theo the Walcott's goal. Yeah. Was ch- that was that was quite that was quite enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, you hate, spend your whole life hating VAR, and then something go way. <laughs> Our only experience of VAR before that is we played a game against Palace. And um, we had a man sent off after 40 seconds from it. So yeah. I, w- I was a bit nervous about really going yeah. into it. But um, yeah. um, now I really like it. I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's wait till, yeah, wait oh, till no. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, we've had a couple of decisions this year and they've gone against us. Because you only really remember the decisions that go against you, let's be honest. And it, as I'm looking at them all, I'm like, do you know what? If we had VAR, that wouldn't have happened. And then I'm like, balance, on balance, I'd rather lose four or five points a season than have VAR coming in. Yeah. It's just, yeah, no, you're all right, thanks. Could you imagine it as well? Because there's no, like, at Harrogate or somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And there's no, there's not even a screen to tell you what's happening. Yeah. And you just yeah. stood around because Trevor, Ket- Trevor Kettle's been an idiot again. Come grab my phone, it's fine. I'll yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, everyone's, yeah. everyone's just looking on an iPad in a corner. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we spoke about the rearranged games and obviously it's the minute you got through, we were all like, oh, my God, a minute. when the hell are we going to fit it in? Um, because we've got a few midweeks and we only had like two or three um, dates spare, one of which I was begging it for it not to be because I've actually got um, a good a good chat with someone from a local charity that planned to go out. I was like, oh, God, it's that's the date it has to go out because it all yeah. fits in. I was like, I can't have it. So you guys have had to have it played Tuesday before, move that, which is fairly unusual in itself to move it a few days early. Um, but what, what are you not thinking of the it's, team you're going to be putting it's, in? Yeah, well, this week, I mean, just have the points, just have the win. No one cares. Well, yeah. Yeah, just let's just shake hands now, 1-0, yeah. save the trip. Um <laughs> And just don't, all we just want is just don't hurt us. Like, just don't. <laughs> and I think there's going to be a lot of players going, ah, you can have the ball. Yeah, it's cool. fine. Don't yeah. you worry about it. Yeah. Um, we're not going anywhere in this league. It's absolutely fine where we are. Um, and I think it's a struggle for some to, to understand that we're, you know, this season is now written off and that's fine. Uh, but um, yeah, there'll be a couple of players that are our cup tied that will play. But um, even last week, uh, even yesterday's win against Rochdale, there's a fair few changes in that. I'd expect the same again um, on Tuesday as well. But um, it's still quite a way between the games. So they, if they want to put out a four-strength squad, they can do. I just mm-hmm. don't see the point. Like, yeah. Just don't risk it. Just put out, you know, I don't know, just send Crawley or something to play you instead and we'll just stay at home. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, I don't know. I assume we're probably coming down and then staying down here after that because there's no point in then all <laughs> driving yeah, all the way back up north back to go on. back again. Yeah, exactly. But um, um, that's, yeah. 
So I see just behind you, you've got Harry. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I did note again from your, your retweets that Brighton are, are pushing their seagulls. They are. And then they've banned the drum as well, which is a bit, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, on, I'm on board with that. That's fine. No, well, <laughs> do you know what? I like the drum. I think it works. If you've got a good drummer, a lot of our songs are like, you know, a bit marchy. So I don't really mind it. And it does work in a large crowd because if we, we, we do take quite away from home. And I wouldn't expect, I was expecting to go this week, but just the, the cost this month has just been sensational. Yeah. Um, and I'm off to the England-Ukraine game later this month as well. So it's like, oh, I probably can't do Sutton and Crawley because I've got an FA Cup mm. final ticket to save for. <laughs> but um, it's, um, it's yeah, it's just been a bit of a, I don't expect us to take that many. We've got quite a lot of London exiles, as you can imagine. So there'll be a few, fair few going anyway. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know. I, I, I like a drum. When we take a big crowd, mm. um, it helps keep everyone in tune because usually one side singing one song and another side singing another. Oh, that's right, and yeah. it just becomes a bit dirty. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know if it's the same with you guys, but our, our, it's like the old people game. The old people shout is that the chants are now too quick. And I yeah. think they've just got old and time is just <laughs> slowing down. Uh, but um, yeah, it'll be um, it'll be nice to to have that bit of a distraction beforehand to, to play you guys. But I don't know how you how you lot are feeling. You've still got an outside chance of the playoffs. So um, we've got a bizarrely reasonable chance of the playoffs, considering where we were a few months ago. Um, all our injured players essentially are back and they were like big names um, and the new signings have settled in really, really quickly. Um, so, yeah, we've got a strange good chance. If we'd won yesterday against Barrow, we would have been in the playoff spot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we're only two points behind. And then we're not that far behind third when because we've been concentrating on sort of seventh yeah. for a, a lot. It's like, oh, we're nearly there. Then I just glanced upwards the other week and went, oh, that's only chance. six. That's only six points off. What the hell is going on here? So, um, yeah, I don't know what the hell the rest of the league are playing at if Sutton have had the start they had and there's still a good chance of, of getting into the playoffs. I don't know what everyone else is trying because uh, we were I'll be honest, this league is shit. Like, every team <laughs> is pretty shit. Uh, they're, 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 the teams that are doing well are, like, Carlisle are the perfect example. They played us a couple of weeks after the Southampton game and we were dead on our feet and they still, you know... We have to travel from Southampton to Carlisle midweek, and we still, you know, we still played half decent against them, and we were the better team. It's like no one is really even like Stevenage are a bit. Well, they are, aren't they? Leighton Orient were okay, but not incredible. This team, you just need to have worked out where your strengths are, be solid at the back, and have a guy who's just in a rich vein of form or in front of goal, and then you're fine. Yeah, we 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 miss that 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 one element because most of our goals come from around the team. Yeah. Um, so we missed that one little element. Um, but what what <laughs> prediction? Do you want to give it a prediction? You, you're <laughs> gonna win 2-0, and we're not even well, in fact, we're not even gonna bother turning up. You can win 3-0 <laughs> by default. Um, and then that's what we'll do, and we'll just go and we'll just be watching it on, on iFollow in the corner, going, Well, no one turned up. That's fine. <laughs> it's gonna be like that Scotland San Marino game. Uh, you guys are just gonna walk out, empty kick pitch, off. kick off, game's done. <laughs> or we go, oh, we're going to find you 20 grand. Oh, that's a shame. Have yeah. some of the ticket, have some of the <laughs> ticket money. <laughs> Excellent. Well, obviously, I hope that goes to plan on, on Tuesday, and I hope the, the weekend goes to plan as well. Just um, don't hurt us. <laughs> Stop that. Do you need to do you need to make that tackle? Do you really need to make it? Is we'll all have, I'm gonna say. We'll have, 
a couple of times growling at yours for a little bit at least. <laughs> just lots of Grimsby players shouting, yeah. not the face. <laughs> yeah. For 90 minutes. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Alex. And no problem. Good luck, as I say, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. See you later. And that was Alex McGeehan, 35. Johnny, what are your thoughts on the game? Yeah. I mean, you, you said it at the start, really, didn't you? I mean, they've got their FA Cup quarter final. Um, they've also got not really a lot to play for in the league. I don't think they're, they're not going to go down, but they're certainly too far off the playoffs to, to have much of a chance of that as well. So hopefully there'll be eyes off the ball, make a few changes, uh, disjointed, no people trying to, you know, not to get injured, stuff like that. The, 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 the flip side of it, um, I mean, there is a chance this will happen as well, is that they've got a, a squad of players where five or six of them are trying to play for a place in the team against uh, Brighton. So mm-hmm. they, they, you might have a, a case where they've made five or six changes. It's five or six players playing the game of their lives to try and get in the, in the team. I remember Adam May when we had our um, FA Cup run and the, the, the week before we played uh, Leeds, we, we had Worthing in a cup read. And Adam May wasn't the first team regular at that point, came into the team against Worthing, uh, played the absolute game of his life. I think he scored at least one of them with the score. He got in the team for the Leeds game um, and mm-hmm. played very well. I think he played against Arsenal as well from the start. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I always think back to think back to Adam May in the situation. But yeah, hopefully it's the former. Hopefully their eyes are off the ball. And we're always good at home. Um, I always back us at home. So yeah. I think, yeah, it'll, I think it's important to win. You look at, to get in the playoffs, we're a little bit, we're off the pace at the minute in that we're, we're behind where we need to be. We're, we're on form, but we've still got ground to make up. That's what I mean by that. So we've, we've got to win more than we, we draw. And yeah, your home games against teams in FA Cup quarterfinals the next week. <laughs> I think you've, you've got to look at it as when you've got to try and win it. Really. So yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, well, Alex uh, did kind of say that he feels a lot of the players have been, no, 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 after you, just don't, don't lose your me, off you go, <laughs> take the ball. Um, so he, he's not sure how they're going to cope with our physical play. Um, I did kind of point out that before we played Arsenal, we, the week before we played Dover in that really, really exciting 6-0 defeat, which just looks like it was freezing cold as well. Um, but we are Sutton, so um, we go into these games that we should we should win this. Yeah. And we struggle, we huff and puff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, true. I mean, the, the Crawley game, I was kind of worried that that was we were saying in the pub before that that's the sort of game where we would struggle historically against a team at the bottom of the league in crisis, <laughs> protest against the own. We, we were actually we were comfortable, um, so, so it's all very unusual <laughs> to be so <laughs> assured in the yeah. situation. It, it does seem very, very odd going. I mean, even even at Barrow, watching that game, yes, obviously, we know it's 0 0, we know all the scores, but the last 15, uh, 10, 15 minutes seemed to be all us. Mm. Um, the, the, the pressure was coming from us, which just proves, as Matt has been saying, that the fitness of the players is, is just astonishing and you know, sort of trying to steamroll teams in the last sort of, um, part of the game, um, which we alluded to earlier with the subs as well. Um, I, I, I did say I think we're going to huff and puff a little bit, but overcome them towards the end of the match and uh, sort of too mullish, I think, um, hopefully. I don't think I've got one right so far, so um, <laughs> score-wise. Um, but, yeah, I, I, the season as a whole, I mean, we mentioned obviously Ben being out and struggling at the start of the season. We're only two points away now from where this time last year, which when I first started working out a couple of weeks ago, I was like, can't believe we're that close. Um, how would you compare the two um, so far? Season of two halves. I think that the first mm-hmm. half of the season, like, like say injuries, 
I don't think the, the summer recruitment as well was probably what Matt was hoping. It players like Kwame, Kwame Thomas, who have been really featured as part of the team. So probably a little bit weaker in the first half of the season than we were last season. Um, and it, it looked like it would be a relegation battle, albeit one where we would probably come out on top and tend to beat the teams around us. And we like one nil win against Rochdale, penalty against Colchester. And you're thinking, we've got enough in the bag to stay up here, but not a lot more. Um, January transfer window. Um, a few good signings in there, which made all the difference. You've got players coming back from injury like Ben, which is a new signing. And second half of the season, we've been like, I mean, like we were last season. I think that that's that's probably the closest you compare. And we, we've been fantastic, exciting to watch. Um, it's just a shame we were so far back from the playoffs around January time. Otherwise, we'd probably be well inside and looking at automatic promotion. Um, so even if we don't get in the playoffs, and I think we've got a good chance, but I'm not going to expect anything. We still we still do have ground to make up. Um, but even if we don't, then we can hopefully take that through to next season, avoid deals, uh, try and keep the players that we've got now, David Adjibal, crucial in there, see where we end up. Mm-hmm. Well, again, it's stupid to be even considering this as, as, as a Sutton United supporter. But last week, I looked beyond the seventh spot and I was like, well, actually, hang on a minute. We're not just going for the, that, that, that playoff spot. I think we're two off the playoffs, one or two off the playoffs. My league table won't um, be up. We're only a few more mm. off the third spot. And if we did go on one of those runs that we, we know we can, um, we could we could sneak in there, which is even more ridiculous. Yeah, we'd, uh, we'd have to be very good, to, wouldn't to, we? To think it, it, you'll have the teams, the teams ahead of us now. You've got some fantastic sides with a lot of money, like Stockport, Bradford's. Um, I, I know Mansfield level one yeah. with three games in hand, and it, it would only take one of them to go on a, a strong run. And even if we won every game, <laughs> we to, go on, to go on a run as well. So yeah, yeah, we, we yeah, we, we've. I think. We need something like 21 to, to match last season, which should get us in the playoffs this time. Um, I think we need 21 points from the last 10, which can be done, obviously, but with some of the teams we're playing, w- would be a bit of a stretch. Um, but to even be talk- in a position to talk about it, with, if you think where we were sort of September, October time, oh, yeah, to be able to say, well, in March, you'll be talking about the playoffs is, is absolutely brilliant. Um, well, Gonna wrap it up. Thank you very much for your time. Don't forget the book is in the club shop, fifteen pounds, and follow Johnny at Six Added because it's it's a good Six Added. We like that one. It's not it's not the cup final Six Added. Uh, <laughs> thanks to everyone for listening, um, and <laughs> and um, we'll catch you next time. Thank you. United, 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 United. Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.